Chapter 36, The Unwelcoming Committee. It was now a tight squeeze in the back of the ambulance. Tom was lying on the stretcher, out cold after being knocked out for the second time in two days. Amber was in the middle in her wheelchair. On another stretcher was Nellie, wrapped up in a blanket. The old lady was sitting up, buzzing from her first balloon flight. When am I going to fly again? She asked brightly. You're not, replied George curtly. The boy was grumpy that his dream of flight had been so cruelly snatched from him by this old dear. It was me who was meant to be flying tonight. You're not even a member of the Midnight Gang. The Midnight Gang? That sounds jolly exciting. Please may I join? No, snapped George. After tonight, you will never, ever be a member of the Midnight Gang. You could have put another ever in that sentence for emphasis, mused Robin. Ever, 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 said George. Mm, still not quite enough evers, muttered Robin. Oh, stop. Porter? Yes, Mr. George, sir. I don't suppose we have time to stop, stop off at an Indian takeaway. I need to get a couple of dishes for, for dinner. I hate to disappoint you, sir, but we are in rather a hurry, replied the porter. I thought not. It's just I'm starving hungry. I'm sorry, sir. It's not wise to stop. I'll tell you now, my mate Raj is not going to be happy. George had insisted that all the remaining balloons be taken back to the hospital for another attempt. Reluctantly, the porter had tied them to the lights of the roof, and they were bouncing up and down on the ambulance as they sped through the streets of London. The man drove the vehicle as fast as he could. They had to get back to the hospital as quickly as possible. Everyone had to be in their beds before Dilly had found a way out of the gift shop, and also, of course, before Matron woke up. Otherwise, they would all be in deep, deep trouble. Tom was beginning to come around on his stretcher. The boy was muttering to himself. I was on the cricket pitch. The ball. It flew towards me. Hit me on the head. I blacked out. No, dear, corrected Robin. That was last time. This time, you were hit by a naked old lady. What? demanded Tom, suddenly alert. Smashing to see you again, said Nellie cheerfully. The porter looked at his watch and put his foot hard down on the gas. Broom! Having the sirens on meant he could speed past any traffic that was on the way. Nina, Nina, Nina. A broad smile spread across his face. The porter was clearly loving playing at being an ambulance driver for the night, quite a step up from his usual job of pushing patients around the hospital on trolleys. Finally, he swung the ambulance round the last corner, and the entrance of Lord Front Hospital came into view. As the porter drove towards the building, he noticed there were a number of people waiting outside. They were all staring towards the approaching ambulance. As he drove closer still, he realized this was not a welcoming committee, more like an unwelcoming committee. The immediately dressed, immaculately dressed hospital principal, Sir Quentin Strillers, was standing on the steps. On one side of him was Matron, and on the other side was Dilly, the cleaning lady. All had furious looks on their faces. Next to them was a pair of burly and unsmiling nurses. The Midnight Gang had well and truly been busted.